it's Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Micro.blog. And on this show, I'm very pleased to welcome Amanda Rush, who is at a rush on Micro.blog. Hi, Amanda. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'm very glad that we have the chance to chat and I appreciate you taking the time to uh, come onto the podcast. And before we get into all the talk about microblogging and the internet, etc., or whatever else, why don't you tell the listeners a bit about yourself? Um, so I have been doing web development for, I guess, 20 years now. It's 20 years as of 2019. So mm-hmm. Um, so that's my day job, and I'm an accessibility practitioner at this point, So, which basically means that uh, when I build websites, I specialize in making them accessible. So my work is helping other people, and that could be anybody from website owners to uh, plug-in authors for WordPress and theme authors, et cetera, um, to make their stuff accessible mm-hmm. for everyone. Not So, uh, you know, people with disabilities as well as as uh, accessibility is actually beneficial to everybody else as well. So that's my day job. And as a sort of result of my day job, I guess my hobby and my day job are pretty similar because I do a lot of (laughs) tweaking and messing around on the internet when I'm not working as well. And I've done that for a long time. And so, yeah, so that's my day job. I'm a contributor to WordPress, uh, the project, Mm -hmm. and I'm part of the accessibility team which is where I do pretty much all of my contributions at, uh, at this point. Um, and so that's kind of my uh, professional work. And then personally, I like to read a lot of books. Um, I've always got a, at least one book going, usually more than that. I think I have two going right now, actually. So, um, but that's books and cooking um, are the yeah. things that I kind of do personally. So I'm kind of starting to, um, starting to blog more about that kind of stuff. So I think that covers it. Yeah, one of the things, I, I mean, I've been reading your posts on micro.blog for a long time, and uh, I um, was looking at your personal site t- today, and I wanted to share with the listeners something that just grabbed me about your approach to what you're doing, which is uh, um, your your homepage is is quite uh, clean and simple, but it has, you know, a lot of categories that, you know, that the various things that you do um, and that you capture online, I like, you know, that you have it so well organized. (laughs) um, But it's, you know, it's, it looks like a full picture of your activities. And um, on your site, you say, you know, you're doing this for a number of reasons. You say, first, I want to own my, all my content and have control over it. And to that end, I am constantly updating the site so that it contains as much of my data as possible from any silo that I may have an account on. Um, and you say, I decided to start doing this when I finally got tired of all the curated timeline nonsense and the social media design element that encourages us to be horrible to each other online for clicks. And I thought that was just a great, succinct description of what drives people away from uh, the, you know, the traditional 
social media silos lately and to more open and independent options. And you have, um, you know, you clearly embrace the indie web. And I'm curious, like when, when you made that, uh, that epiphany and, you know, how, how did the, how did the indie web uh, captivate you? What, what drew you to it? Um, so for me, it started with web mentions, actually, which is a way for, and, and I think micro.blog has some uh, some web mention support. Yes. But the idea is that different domains, mm-hmm. so you know, different sites or different domains can talk to each other without necessarily someone having to uh, come to your site and leave a comment or... Mm-hmm use your particular software. The idea is that it's supposed to be platform agnostic. So, it, you know, if you don't want to use WordPress, fine, don't use WordPress, use Jekyll or use uh, Hugo or, or whatever you want to use um, and reply to and interact with content that is in an environment that is that you are familiar with. Mm-hmm. So you're not trying to learn somebody else's platform. But then, so, you know, on top of that, on top of the sort of technical detail, I just thought it was really, really neat. Like, okay, we have this right now, for the most part, you have, if you want to like, or if you want to interact with a piece of content on Facebook, for example, you mm-hmm. have to go to Facebook. Right. If you want to interact with a piece of content on Twitter, you have to go to Twitter or use one of their clients or whatever. Um, and those two sort of interaction streams do not ever meet. Right. So you end up, I think, compartmentalizing your identity, one for Twitter, one for Facebook. And Twitter tends to be a lot more snarky, and I enjoy the occasional bit of snark. Um, and I do have a – do main, you know still maintain my Twitter accounts. But then Facebook, that doesn't really work on Facebook. Uh, if you snark a lot on Facebook, you're, the chances that your comments section is going to be full of – and you could have just posted something just for the, okay, I'm snarking at it, but I'm not necessarily making a serious comment, et cetera. <laughs> Your comment section is going to be chock full of all kinds of stuff, right? So you need to be careful on Facebook about what you post and what you say. And that's not even getting into sort of how the platforms control it. It's not the platforms that are, I think, the biggest problem. It's the people. Um, or I shouldn't say the people. I should say that sort of... The, how people are sort of encouraged to, to interact and re- mm-hmm. how the, what kind of interactions are rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think anybody is, is immune from, okay, if you spend a bunch of time on social media and you know what kind of material is going or what kind of interactions, et cetera, are going to be rewarded, that's what you're going to do because yeah. everybody likes being rewarded. So I'm not making a, a judgment call necessarily and saying, people are horrible. I'm saying it's very easy for people to go to, to just sort of slip into that mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of, for me, web mention was like, Hey, I can, I can maybe have these reactions and I can have people interacting with my stuff without sort of trying to compart, you know, to compartmentalize uh, mm-hmm. everything into, you know, short, pithy, snarky stuff for Twitter. <laughs> uh, be careful what you post on Facebook. Um, Etc. And so that's kind of where it all started. And then I went went from there to okay, post kinds, microformats to microformats two is the this protocol yeah. um, or the 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 technology. But post kinds essentially is okay. 
well, all right, we can do web mentions. We can have these domains talk to each other. What if you could like something? What if Mm -hmm. you could say that you listened to a podcast episode or something like that? What if you could, um, what if you could reply? And those are all sort of dependent on web mentions to work properly. Mm -hmm. Um, Along with all, along with microformats too, etc. So I just kind of that web mention was the gateway drug, and then I just sort of <laughs> rabbit hole from there. That's that's really interesting. So, um, I mean, one of the things about the indie web that uh, you know it's in uh, you know it's is constantly evolving, and uh, you know mostly through the the work of you know great independent um, developers and people who who want to contribute, you know, uh, tools and ideas. Um, but helping people who aren't in the position to actually build stuff, um, but want to use the, um, use these tools or, you know, have web mentions, have post kinds. Like if people ask you about the indie web who, aren't going to be the kind of geekier person who gets it right away and says, oh, yeah, I can build that or whatever. But if somebody wants to observe indie web principles, but needs some or most of it to sort of be built for them, do you have uh, recommendations you make to people to help them um, find their own way? Yeah, actually, um, <laughs> my recommendation is micro.blog. Oh. <laughs> uh, that gets into that kind of gets into why I love it so much, because it, Okay, so it provides the social aspect, which I like, yeah. um, which is sort of the one thing we like about social media. But then it's a really awesome way for if you, you look, if you're not, I don't want to spend my time messing around with a web server, messing around with software. I just want it to work. Um, I have been sort of promoting micro.blog, especially on Facebook. Like I'm trying to get people to leave Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> come to micro.blog. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get them to leave Facebook, but yeah. at least, you know, come to micro.blog and, and, uh, because, you know, a lot of people, I think, especially with Facebook, they will, will say, Oh my God, I'm so tired of all the sniping and all the crap and all the negativity and this and that and the other. And I'm like, micro.blog is a lot more chill. Yeah. Just trust me. <laughs> like you, everybody's nice to each other. You know, we can have actual discussions. We can have nuanced discussions, which is also really interesting because, you know, just because you say something doesn't mean that you're, you know, you're making some, you know, off the top of your head quip. You know, there's, there's been some pretty nuanced conversations that have gone on. Um, And Facebook just does not work for that. Like if you try to have a nuanced conversation on Facebook, you can just, and just hang it up. And, you know, Twitter is one of those places. Twitter is basically the place where nuance goes to die. So um, you're not going to do it there either. Um, and so, I, you know, literally I've been promoting micro.blog because I'm like, oh, look, if you're, not, if you're not technical and you don't want to build all this by yourself, this is really a great place to start. And I promote micro.blog over, say, Mastodon mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, Mastodon is a nice sort of, I think, middle of the road thing, but mm-hmm. you still have a situation where it's still somewhat technical does kind of require you to start understanding, okay, well, what does federation mean? What does right. all these different, you know, and I don't care about any of this stuff. All I want to do is post my stuff, you know, have other people see it. Maybe they comment on it or, you know, reply to it, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think micro.blog does a better job of that than Mastodon does. Yeah. So that's why I recommend it. Yeah. I think, you know, one thing about Mastodon is that it is, it, 
it's more of a Twitter replacement in the sense that it, it is a timeline and really nothing else where micro.blog is a platform for blogging that has a timeline. And so, you know, some people, all they want to do is just to continue with their 280 character, um, you know, commenting on the world versus, you know, maybe writing their own stuff for other people to read. And uh, I think that's where micro.blog comes in. And, you know, it's not for everybody, but it's definitely um, because it has so many different ways you can use it. It could, um, it's, it's for a lot of people who are looking for an alternative to, to what you're describing. It is interesting how, um, you know, there, I certainly was still on Facebook when I started with micro.blog, but I'm not on it anymore. Um, I, uh, watched people, you know, every month, you know, some, group of people says like, you know what, I'm going to quit Facebook, I'm going to close my account. Or, you know, I said I was going to quit Twitter, but I I didn't do that um, for various reasons. But it's like people have to make their own decision, you know, like there's only so much you can tell them. And then you kind of have to let them figure out the rest. And as long as you've, you've kind of at least given them a place to, to go and check out and see if they like that's that's the best you can do. I don't expect everybody. I, I actually, I would certainly hope not everybody from Facebook comes over to micro. Yeah, actually, now that yeah, that's probably a, probably <laughs> a good way to. Yeah, maybe we don't need everybody from Facebook. Actually, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that would be scary. Every once in a while, you know, there'll be an article about the indie web or alternatives to or something that Facebook did or Twitter did, whatever that causes a lot of people. Uh, to come over and check out micro.blog. And we do have these relatively, you know, kind of predictable waves of people coming in and saying like, well, where's the like button, you know, or where's, (laughs) no, we didn't give you a like, we were, we were pretty explicit about not giving you a like, (laughs) well, you have a favorite button, but that's it. Yeah. Um, No, that's pretty. And that's the other thing I like about micro.blog is it's really explicit about the things that, Okay. You cannot have a boost button or retweet. So yeah. Mastodon calls them boosts. Twitter oh, yeah. calls them retweets. Um, and, and there's pretty explicit reasons for not doing that. That's kind of where a lot of the crap starts spreading. And that spreads mm-hmm. faster than somebody can, even if somebody, say, corrects something later, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, you have the original that's spread, and then a correction gets posted because you can't edit. Um, and... The, the correction never gets spread. And that's usually, and I like that it doesn't have quote posting either, yeah. which is real, because on Twitter specifically, that's a really, um, that's a really great way to spend, you know, if you don't like something someone has said or whatever, or mm-hmm. you just want to pile onto somebody, you just quote tweet it. Boom. It's another mm-hmm. copy of the status. Yeah. Um, and you can even do that with like, e- even if someone has blocked you or whatever. Oh, so yeah. even if some, if you've blocked someone, Mm. Uh, you, they can still quote your tweets if they, if they can see it, yeah. Um, and they can just grab the URL, boom. They they've still um, sort of interacted with you. So I, I'm just glad that micro.blog does not have that. Like, if you want to quote something from somebody, you got to work at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, a lot of people. And admittedly, like when I first signed up a couple of years ago, it was like, oh, 
th- maybe this feature would be nice. And then it was like, you know what? No, actually, I think like, I like not having it because <laughs> <laughs> it makes everything just a lot more low key. Yeah, no, I agree. That's, uh, uh, yeah, it's nice to appreciate what we don't have um, sometimes and be, you know, not wish for, uh, not wished. I mean, I, I, I felt also the same, you know, I was more, more in, engaged on Twitter, you know, with like my work friends, like my software developer friends. And I kind of missed having them on micro.blog. blog. I, I wished everybody would come over, but um, now I realize like it's one of those things where you just start something new and see what happens. And then, you'll have a different group of people you interact with and maybe that will be a good thing. You won't be talking about Apple all day long, every day. You might have, you know, some interesting perspectives and that that's what I really like about micro.blog as well as um, just a, a pretty good variety of, of people with different interests and from different parts of the world. I mean, we, we still have a long way to go to be, um, you know, considered diverse in, um, you know, the official kind of diversity, which we are, we are doing our best to encourage, but it's, I think it's a slow growth process. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be slow. Um, But like, I can tell you, like I have my work Twitter still Mm -hmm. and I log in there to see kind of what's going on and to kind of keep with, keep up with it's all taken over by, you know, okay. You, schedule your posts and buffer or whatever. And mm-hmm. everything is almost everything is um, generally it's like, it's, a, it's like a scheduled posts, marketing, this and that. Yeah. That's not really telling me anything yeah. um, other than, you know, the occasional, okay, look and see what's maybe possibly going on. I can find that out on a website or whatever. I don't need to uh, necessarily do that on Twitter. And so mm-hmm. at this point, the only reason I still have it is because I'm expected to have it for my work. Right, um, but and Facebook is the same way. I'm expected to have, you know, right. It's just sort of expected to, that you have it, so that's why I haven't left. But other than you know, uh, I, I enjoy Micro.blog a whole lot more than I do uh, Twitter or you know or any of the other ones, just because it's, it's I don't know, it's just a better sort of different, smarter, uh, more compassionate, et cetera, group of people. Yeah. And I, I really like that about it. It's encouraged. Thanks. Well, I'm glad. I'm so glad that you you enjoy it. And I'm also, you know, really glad that you are there because you are part of what makes micro.blog, all those things. So, Amanda, before we wrap this up, is there anything you wanted to add? Um, no, I think honestly, I think that probably covers it. Because if I start talking about other stuff, it's gonna we're gonna go on for hours. So <laughs> it would probably be best to just sort of cut it off there. Okay. Okay. Yes. I. I mean, I'm glad I set myself a time limit for this podcast because talking to a new person, you know, every week or every other week at this rate, I would, you know, I love hearing you know, from people and their stories. And it, I would have one of those two or three hour podcasts if uh, left to my own devices. But the, the idea was for it to be short and people could get a, a, a short uh, introduction to another member of the community. And this week it was you. So thanks a lot for, for coming on and spending the time with me. 
You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And listeners, if you want to follow Amanda on micro.blog, there is a link in the show notes, or you can go to micro.blog slash a rush. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. 